What's up, you guys, and welcome to the Verdant Growth Daily, where we give you the news, tips, and tools you need to live echo. My goal is to help put you in the right mindset to live more in line with your own values and to change your life to make it more fulfilling, sustainable, and more balanced with nature, all in five minutes a day. My name is Eugene, and this is episode three. So today, we are going to be talking about why we need individual action as well as corporate government and industry action to get things done in environment. We hear it a lot. We hear that industry and corporate emissions are much, much, much higher than your average person's impact on, say, climate change. Um, If you look at the data, the data all suggests like I think 25% or so comes from electricity production, about 25% comes from agriculture, and uh, about 20% I think comes from transportation. Uh, And so industry accounts for most of the greenhouse gas emissions that we see in the world today. And so most people will use that as an excuse to say, hey, why should we have to change? My impact is so minuscule compared to industries. The industry should change, not me. Even the idea of the carbon footprint, you guys might have heard of the carbon footprint, which is um, an individual's contribution to the amount of CO2 that's put out into the atmosphere. That idea, we actually found out recently, was actually developed by uh, the oil industry lobbies. They actually created that idea to try to shift the blame from, uh, for climate change from the oil industry to you and me, to average people, by suggesting that average people have a carbon footprint. That is something that is um, that everybody should worry about. Everybody should focus on trying to uh, lower your own carbon footprint rather than try to focus on the huge amount of greenhouse gas emissions that the oil industry is putting into the air. So a lot of people use that as an excuse, right? They say like, yeah, no, wait, hold on. Why is the oil industry trying to blame me? Don't let them blame me. The blame should be on them. And it's true. For the most part, most of the CO2 emissions come from the fossil fuel industry. But those industries are only there to serve us, right? The industry, they they represent the bulk of the greenhouse gas emissions, but they emit all of those greenhouse gases because we pay for them to do it. Our lifestyles demand it. So that's why... Yes, the industries need to change. They need to change how they produce their power. We need to switch away from fossil fuels into sources of power that are more clean and more renewable, more sustainable. But we also need to change as well. We need to change the amount that we demand. Currently, there are about 7.8 billion people on this planet, right? And... Americans are in the top three consumers of the Earth's resources. I think they are second place. I think the first place might be uh, somewhere in the Middle East, United. 
uh, I can't remember exactly what it is, but I think America is in second place. Um, If everyone on the planet consumed resources like Americans did, we would need about four Earths just in order to, to feed everybody and to provide everybody with enough electricity and resources to, to support everybody. We just don't have enough to have everybody on the planet live like Americans. We need to reduce our need for those resources or reduce the number of people on the planet. If we were to reduce the number of people on the planet down to about, I don't know, maybe 3 billion people, we probably wouldn't have a problem. Everyone could live pretty much however they want, and we wouldn't really have to worry too much. But the way we live right now is just not sustainable, especially in America. Um, I think even in China, the way that your average Chinese person lives, I think that they currently use resources. Um, If everybody lived like people in China did, we would need about a little more than one Earth. They use a little bit more than one Earth's resources. So this means a lot of changes to all of our lives that we have to make. We can't expect industries to make these changes for us. So things like food. On average, Americans consume far more food than they need. I'm not saying that everyone needs to eat only what they need to survive and count every single calorie and and make sure that you're not eating more than this. But we do need to reduce the amount of consumption that we have in food. We need to do that not just for environmental reasons, but for health reasons too. America has a huge problem with obesity. This also means that we need to reduce our waste too. I mean, talking about food, waste, uh, food waste makes, uh, I think, 30%, about 30% of all food in America is thrown away, right? We just throw away one third of our food supply. That's huge. And that's ridiculous. We shouldn't be throwing away that much food. We also do it not just with food, but with everything. We buy new iPhones every year. We throw away plastic bags and saran wrap and forks and spoons and whatever things we have in our lives. We throw all those things away like they're disposable, especially electronics. They're not I mean, they're disposable in the sense that you can throw them away, and yes, they disappear from your life, but the plastics in them, they never disappear. They're always there. And a lot of electronics are also filled with a lot of heavy metals that are also really bad for the environment. These things are, these things like smartphones, they're, they're amazing things. We should be keeping them and using them for as long as we can. You should be using your iPhone once, you should be changing your iPhone once every 10 years if you can help it like that would be much 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 more sustainable um next don't wait for things like solar and wind and renewables to save us that will help reduce our impact from electricity consumption right but we still need to reduce the amount we use making solar panels and making wind turbines use resources from the perspective of the earth they're still a net negative thing to the earth. We've, we've taken resources to, to make them. They haven't done any positive things for the earth themselves. They're just a much better way of producing electricity than oil or fossil fuels are. 
So we do need to reduce the amount of solar panels that we want to install. And we only do that by reducing the amount of electricity that we use. So we need to learn how to do more with less. We need to use less. We need to need less. So what can you do? For everything in your life, think about, do you really need it? Do you really need a new TV? Do you really need a new iPhone? And if you do buy something, instead of buying it new, I mean, does it have to be new? You could buy something used. If you can buy something used, you get that thing that you want, but you haven't created any additional market demand to create more of those things. So that is a environmentally neutral thing to do, to buy something used. Another option is to, as much as possible, fix the things that you already have. Just fix what you have. If, if you've got clothes with holes in them, rather than buying new clothes, just repair the hole if you can or take it to somebody who can. The problem is when, when we bring up these kinds of conversations, a lot of people hear reducing the amount of stuff you have in your life as a kind of sacrifice. But in my case, I haven't found that to be true. When I reduce the amount of electricity I use, when I use my TV less, when I use my smartphone less, when I play Nintendo less, I end up reading more. I end up doing more exercise. I end up spending more time with my family. When I walk somewhere rather than drive, I start realizing all of these things in my neighborhood that I never realized before. I never even noticed. There was just the other day I was going for a walk and I was walking down the street and I noticed that there was this really, really cool tree. There was this awesome tree that I had never noticed before. I had just never paid attention to. And I don't think I ever would have if I always just drove past it. So what what I find is that when I reduce my need for things in my life, not only does my life become simpler, but I learn how to appreciate the things that I have more. I learn to appreciate my surroundings more. I end up getting more fulfilled from having less. So I think that if you try to do the same thing, you will probably find the same thing. Sure, buy the things you want, the things that you really, really want, and the things that you find necessary in your life. Yeah, buy them, get, get the things you want. But always just take a second to think, do I really need this thing? Do I really need another pen? Do I really need another TV? Do I really need another smartphone? Think about what it is you have in your life. Think about what it is you don't need. And your life will get simpler and you will find more joy in places you didn't expect. Reduce your need. This is the only way that we move forward. And this is the only way we can get to a point of the human race being sustainable. All right, that was it for today's talk. I really, really appreciate all of you guys who tuned in. Um, today, we had no viewers live, but I think that what I've decided now is that for this podcast, I'm going to talk 
for the first five to 10 minutes of the podcast. And then after that, I will go in to answer questions and things. So if there are any of you right now live who are asking questions and things, I apologize if I'm ignoring those. I think it's much better if I focus on what I want to talk about for a while first and then go to questions and address everybody in chat afterwards. So thank you guys so much for watching and listening. If you want to come and interact with me live, then be sure to subscribe to me on my YouTube channel and hit that bell. I still haven't decided what time I'm going to be doing this every day. So you just have to get lucky or hit the notification button so that you get an email anytime I go live. Be sure to find me on social media in all the different places that are listed right over there or down in the description box below. Thank you guys so much for watching. I'm starting to get used to doing this whole podcast thing. I'm starting to get more comfortable on it. And I'm still feeling really excited to do this. And I hope I can continue this for a while. Thank you guys for watching and listening. Eugene and Verdant Growth, out.